Welcome to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. My name's Samantha, and I'm here to help you ladies stop repeating the same behaviors and learn how to build the habits you need to finally lose the weight for good and uncover your badass self. If you feel stuck and overwhelmed with all the information out there, I'm gonna be dropping five specific episodes a week to help you gain the clarity you need in order to rebuild that confidence, get strong, and heal your relationship with food so you can finally build the body of your dreams. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. Today we're talking about why weight loss slows down. So a lot of us have experienced getting past a weight loss plateau or maybe you're currently stuck in one. And the first thing that I want you ladies to understand is that just because your weight loss is stalled, it doesn't mean that you get to revert back to old habits, okay? So these tips today are gonna help you restart your weight loss plan so you can start seeing results again and keep moving in the right progression or in the right way, okay? So right now you've probably been working hard to follow a healthy or low calorie diet and also trying to improve like your exercise habits. So you see the scale go down or maybe you feel better, stronger, you sleep better, things like that. And for some reason now you see that the scale isn't moving. You've hit a plateau and you get discouraged because you're like, well, I'm doing all the things that I'm supposed to be doing and I'm doing everything right, but nothing's working. And you start feeling like your body's broken. And I've totally been there and it's totally discouraging. It's awful, right? And we don't really like the way that it feels. But the thing is, is like that what we need to remember that it is typical for weight loss to slow down and sometimes it even stalls. But by understanding what actually causes a weight loss plateau, you can actually decide how to respond instead of backlashing on your healthy habits. Because a lot of you ladies are actually doing what you need to be doing. But as soon as you see that the skill is like not moving, you're like, oh, it must be wrong. So I have to keep switching it up. And then as soon as you start switching it up, that's when you get into trouble because now you're trying 18 million different diets instead of just doing something consistently, right? So the first thing that we need to talk about is like what actually causes a weight loss plateau, right? What actually happens or what actually, what is the reason for that happening? So ladies, what the first thing that you need to know is that during the first few weeks, it is totally normal to see a rapid drop in fat loss or like in on the scale or even like changes in your body composition, all that kind of fun stuff. It's totally normal because that's when you initially are cutting calories. The body gets needed basically like it notices that its energy stores are basically changing. And what it does is it releases its stores of glycogen. Now, glycogen is normally a type of carbohydrate that's found in the muscles and in your liver. So it's kind of like when you start a keto diet, you drop all this water weight because normally you're consuming less carbs and things like that. And basically you just see like a a drop of glycogen, but you also see like a drop in water weight, right? So what happens is glycogen is burned for energy and it releases water, which is results in weight loss that mostly is water, but the effects are also temporary. So this is why you see that rapid fat loss, which is great, but it's not actually fat. It's normally water. And I think we all know that at this point, right? But as you lose weight, normally you'll lose some kind of muscle as well, or like fat or things like that with it. But muscle is going to keep the rate at which you burn calories, your metabolism up. So when you lose weight, you want to make sure that you're increasing your protein and things like that to make sure that you are burning fat and like not muscle essentially. Okay. So when that happens, ladies, you're going to burn fewer calories than you did when you were at a higher body fat percentage or a higher weight level than when you were at a lower weight level. So the thing is, is like, the lower and the more weight that you lose, the less you're going to burn naturally because you are a lighter human being, okay? So the thing is, is like, yes, you're gonna have to cut calories and things like that, but you also have to understand that like your metabolism and also like just the way that your body burns calories might change a little bit. 
So the more that you lose weight, you need to either increase your physical activity or decrease the calories that you eat, which you obviously know that at this point. Okay. So these are kind of things that I think that most of you ladies know. It's kind of just like reiterating them to make sure that you understand them, you know them before we get into the other kind of areas. Okay. So the first thing is, is like, are you actually in a plateau? Because a lot of you ladies aren't actually doing what you need to do in order to see the progress you want to see, or you're doing it, but you're doing it to a level that isn't where it needs to be in order to see the progress that you want to see. So for example, if you're 70% consistent, you're going to see C plus results. You're not going to see A plus B plus results, right? But if you're 80% consistent or 90% consistent, you're going to see these kind of this type of progress. The other thing that I see a lot of is that a lot of you ladies are eating like 1200, 1300 calories and wondering why you're not hitting your weight loss, right? And the thing is, is like your body is always going to try and aim for a state of homeostasis, which is basically like trying to keep it the same. So the thing is, is that if you eat 1200 calories consistently, your body's going to get used to functioning at 1200 calories. So when you try and eat less or you try and eat more, it's going to try and bring you back to that amount. So the thing is, is like as much as you want to eat, say 1,400, 1,500 calories, you're going to find that you're super full until you just eat the normal amount of calories that you normally eat. So it's going to be a little bit of a struggle for a bit because you're going to be like, oh, I feel like I'm overeating. When you're not actually overeating, you're just eating more than you're used to eating, right? So the thing is, is like when weight loss is slowing down, ladies, it's just a natural process that happens. But there's also different types of kind of trends that we see when it comes to fat loss. So the first one is like more so you kind of see like up and down, up and down, up and down, or like you see basically like it's going all the way down. Like it just like steadily continues to trend downwards. Okay. So those are the first two types. And then we kind of see like a staircase method. And there's three, three types that I tend to see on the average. The first one, which I first talked about was like the up and down, up and down. These are for people who tend to like weigh themselves every day, but also just like just the first type of fat loss pattern that we see. And basically it's like up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down, but overall you're trending down. So even though your day-to-day measurements might be a little bit higher, overall you're noticing that you're trending downwards, but you're getting caught up in the spike. So that's the first one. The second one is where you just see it trending down. That's the easiest one because it's just like it just keeps going. Maybe you get a plateau for a day or two or a few weeks, and then you kind of just keep going with the same method of fat loss that we see. So it just keeps going. Then we see the other people who are like the staircase. So basically what it looks like is you kind of drop weight, and then you maintain for a while, and then you drop weight, and then you maintain for a while, and then you drop weight, and then you maintain for a while. And these people tend to still see like body composition changes, but they might not see scale changes. And this is directly related to scale. So those are the first three that I tend to see on the average. And then obviously you get the few like discrepancies and things like that, but that tends to be how it lies. And the thing is, ladies, is like what you need to understand too, is that just because the scale does not move or the scale isn't moving or the scale goes up, it doesn't mean that you are in a plateau or it doesn't mean that it's slowing down. It just means that you are in a state of like, it's just basically like in a state of plateau, but it also is a state of like transition, right? So sometimes what happens is like you might've had more sodium than you normally have. You might've had more or less water than you normally have. And there's different aspects like that. Plus like stress kind of plays a factor into it. But the thing is, it's like, it's kind of like most medications. It doesn't really make you gain weight. It just makes you gain weight if you eat more, right? So if you get an increased appetite, you might gain more because you're eating more because you're giving into cravings and things like that, or you're not structuring your meals properly. But the thing is, is like that medication on average or that stress on average isn't going to make you gain weight, right? Like if you look at super stressed out people who were like maybe in like war times or things like that, who weren't given a lot of food just because they were stressed doesn't mean that they gained weight, right? Like it's not automatic. 
But we can see that like a lot of the times we'll end up eating other foods or we might overeating things or under tracking things. And that can also lead to weight gain. Okay. So that there's a difference there. Now, the thing is also ladies is like, so I'm also going to teach you guys how to get out of plateau when you're actually in a plateau, but we need to establish whether you're in a plateau first. Okay. Cause most of you guys aren't. So the first thing is, it's like with a plateau, are you actually tracking your calories accurately? Are you actually like lifting with the right intensity? Are you working out consistently? Are you doing what you need to do water-wise, sleep-wise, stress-wise in order to hit your goal? Is your digestion good? A lot of ladies like overlook digestion because they think what's going on is normal. Sure, going to the bathroom one time a day may be normal for you, but it's not normal. You're supposed to be going like two to three times a day. So if you're not flushing everything out and eating enough fiber, then you're going to find that like you're also, yeah, your weight loss is going to be all over the place. The other thing is, is like for a lot of you ladies, if you're consuming like 1,000 to 1,300 calories, you're not in a plateau. You're just eating very, very low calories. And what's happening is you're either overindulging on the weekend or at night, or what's happening is you are just eating so little calories that it's not that you're like in starvation mode because that doesn't exist. But basically what happens is there's just like a point where you're going to notice that it's like two, three, four days are low, and then you're going to have a high day. But most of you ladies aren't tracking when you're eating that low calories. So the thing is, is that like you feel like you're eating really healthy and that you're eating normal all the time. And then you feel like you're just like going out or having like, you know, a little bit of extra fun for one or two of these days, but it's actually like significantly higher because you're so hungry. And the thing is, is that your body's really smart. So as much as you're trying to eat like 12 to 1300 calories, maybe, because I know a few of you ladies actually are trying to eat that amount of calories because you think that's what you need to eat in order to lose weight. It's like, just because you're eating those, you think you're like outsmarting your body, but then your body's going to find that you're going to get cravings, you're going to get hungry, you're going to get irritable, all these things. And then you're going to notice that like on certain days, you're just like, you can't stop eating or like you go out to eat and you have like four slices or five slices of pizza. And then you also have some drinks or a lot of you ladies are also just like drinking your calories away on the weekend, things like that. But you don't count it because it's not quote unquote food. But the thing is, is like you're still overindulging and your body's smart because it's like, hey, you're not eating enough. And every so often, every few days, it's going to make sure that you get the calories that you need to get. So you'll notice that over the course of the week, you'll probably sit around like 15 to 16, sometimes even more. Sometimes like I see like 3000 to 4000 calories like per spike, which is crazy. And you're going to find that that's going to be like the determining factor. So first off, establish if you're actually in a plateau. And if you're not tracking what you're doing in any way, like you don't know how many workouts you do, you don't know what your intensity is like. You haven't upped your weights in like three or four months. You haven't done like you don't actually know how much food you're consuming or how much protein you're getting or how much cardio you're doing or how many steps you do in a day. You're not in a plateau. You just don't know what the heck's going on. I'll be 100% honest. And I'm saying this not to be mean. I'm saying this because like you're frustrated because you feel like your body's broken and nothing's working when realistically, like you can't track something like it has to be something that you can measure. Like all these things are things that are measurable and you're not tracking it, right? So there's no way for you to say that like you're not doing what you need to be doing because you're not actually tracking what you need to be doing. So there's no way that you can tell if you're right or wrong because it's just what it is, you know? So I'm a big believer in what gets measured gets improved. And the thing is, is like if you're not measuring anything, it's impossible for you to say you're in a plateau because you don't know. It's kind of like saying like you have no money, but you've never done a budget. And then you finally do a budget and you realize that you have money you're just spending it on stupid shit, right? And like, that's more so what you're doing with your calories, what you're doing with your exercise, what you're doing with all these things. But you think that you're like, oh, my weight loss is just slowing down. It's not actually slowing down. You're just not adhering to what you said you were gonna adhere to, okay? So now that we've established that, if we are in a plateau or if something is plateauing, like how do we, how the heck do we get out of this, right? So the first thing is reassessing your habits, which is kind of what we just talked about. Look back at your food and your activity. Make sure you haven't loosened your rules. A lot of you ladies have loosened your rules. For example, maybe your portions have got longer or larger. Maybe you've gotten more processed food. 
you've been getting less exercise, all these kind of things. And a lot of the times it's just because we've loosened some of the rules that we're getting plateaus, which is totally fine. And it's okay to have diet breaks, but there's a difference between like having a diet break and having like one to two weeks where like you kind of don't do what you say you're going to do because you're just like, I just need a break mentally. Between that and then being like, oh, my body's broken and nothing's working. My weight loss is slowing down. What the hell's going on? There's a difference there. You know what I mean? Like the two things are not exclusive. So the thing is, is like, if you decide to have a week or two where like things are a little bit more lax, you know, you're going to eat out a bit. You just need a little bit of a break mentally and then you kind of get back into it. That's totally fine. But just understand that like that doesn't mean that your body's broken. You're in a plateau. It just means that like for the next two to three weeks after that one or two weeks, you're probably going to have to tighten it back up a little bit. The second thing that you can do is you can cut more calories. Obviously, like we don't want to go below 1200 calories. Even 1200 calories is like ridiculous. And you're most likely just going to end up overeating anyways throughout the week. Normally, I say don't get lower than 1400 calories. If you're at 1400 calories, it's time for a reverse diet. And when you're reverse dieting, you don't expect the weight to like, you don't expect the scale to go down. Okay. So like when you guys are doing a diet break or a reverse diet, what the expectation is, and you need to know this going in, is that your body composition is going to change and the scale may not. So sometimes the scale is going to stay stagnant for two, three, four weeks, sometimes months. Sometimes I've had like my one client, Kelly, she literally, the scale was like stagnant and or like up and down for six months to a year, because that is like what it was required for her to change. Now at this point, because you're like, oh my God, that's a long time. In that time frame, she also got ab definition. In that time, she also got shoulder definition. In that time, she built her legs. In that time, her back got strong. In that time, her energy increased. Her cravings went down. Her sleep got better. Her sex life improved. All those kind of things, right? So the thing is, is like, it's not just because the scale is not moving doesn't mean like that you're not progressing. But the thing is, is that like, if you're constantly stuck, like every time you weigh yourself, if you see it and it's like 140, 140, 140, and you take it as like, I'm not losing weight, I'm not progressing, I'm failing, I'm awful, blah, 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 then that's like that mindset is not going to get you anywhere. However, if you switch it and you go, wow, you know, the scale didn't move, but I can see way more back definition. Wow, the scale didn't move. I have way more energy. Wow, the scale didn't move, but I actually don't hate my life while I work out. That is way more important, way more important. And honestly, like it's hard to like not get caught up in it, but it's like, who gives a shit if you weigh 140 or 130 and you look completely different? Because the thing is, is like once you're done your reverse diet, the amazing thing is, is like one, you're going to be eating a shit ton of calories and feeling fantastic and eating like a lot of food and like having a lot of muscle definition and seeing progress. Like your weights are going to go up. You're going to notice your back and your arms and everything are going to be way more defined. You take a photo and you notice that when you flex, like you can actually see muscle. Like that stuff is really important and it's going to make you feel really good and confident. And then what's going to happen is because like you have all that, then when you go to actually like reduce calories a little bit or increase cardio, you're going to notice that like when you're just going to be able to cut weight a lot easier, you're going to notice that you're not struggling to see a pound go down on the scale. You're not, you're going to notice that like you're not starving. You're going to notice that you can like get relatively lean and be at like 15 to 1600 calories instead of like being at like 1100 to 1200 calories and like starving all the time and like focusing on like how you can't have the chocolate bar that's above the fridge. And you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. So it's like, there's a point where you need to reverse up because you're going to enjoy your life a hell of a lot more as you go up. You're going to have to like give up the fact that the scale is not going to move, but you also have to come to terms with like you put yourself in that situation, right? So if you hadn't have been eating 1200, 1300 calories for the last 12 to 13 years, then yeah, like you probably could have cut weight a little bit faster, but you've been eating such low calories for so long that it's going to take a freaking minute, right? So like the thing is, is like you have to look for other wins. And if you're not looking for other wins, then yeah, it's going to be a shitty process. But like, the thing is, is like I've had some people, some ladies especially, 
their entire body composition has changed, like entire body composition. They like literally look worlds different, if not like half the size. And just because the scale didn't move, they got up and quit and was like, you know what? The scale's not moving. My body's broken. There's no point. I'm frustrated. This is stupid. I have so much weight to lose. What's the point? Blah, 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 blah. And meanwhile, like all their health indicators were better. Their cardio was better. Their lifts were better. Their energy, their sleep, their digestion, their period wasn't painful anymore. Like their sex life was better. Like all these kind of things were like improving. And meanwhile, they're like, oh, well, you know, just because the scale didn't go down a pound, I'm failing. And I'm like, this is insane, right? Like, it's just like, what? So the problem is, is like when you have that mindset also, you're never going to be happy in the body that you're in because you always think you could be another step ahead or you're focusing on the wrong metrics and then that gets you stuck also. So when we're looking at that, so that's kind of the deal. And then we get into cutting calories, which we just talked about. Revving up your workouts is another thing. So ladies, a lot of you ladies, eventually you kind of like loosen the slacks on it a bit and you start like slacking a little bit with your workouts or maybe you're a little bit more tired or things like that. Or I find that you know, you slack on the calories. So your calories and your protein go down a bit. And then you find that like your workouts kind of go to shit and you're not like quote unquote motivated because you're tired because you haven't been eating enough food. And then you're like, oh, I'm just like, I don't want to do this. And it's like, yeah, because your food's all over the place. Right. So what happens is like when we get our food back in check and then we have our revving up our workouts and we start actually lifting heavier and you actually start lifting like, you know, the weights that you're supposed to be lifting and actually progressing the weights that you're supposed to be progressing. Like, for example, if you're lifting 20s and you've been lifting 20s for the last six months, like it's probably time for 25s, right? Like it's like lifting the weights that you can, or if you don't have the weights at home, then making sure that you are being a little bit more mindful in terms of your lifts and just like decreasing the tempo and things like that. And that can help a lot too. So it's like making sure that you're actually getting your lifts in, making sure you're not actually skipping exercising and subbing out accordingly, things like that. And then also just like make sure that your steps are up. A lot of the times it's just because your steps are down. Maybe you're on more road trips, things like that. Get your steps up, like go for a walk, make sure that you're moving more, clean the house, like get your steps up. And that's going to help a lot too. We often overestimate how much we exercise and underestimate how much we eat. So normally you eat a lot more and you move a lot less than you think. So if you increase your steps, you're going to find that it's going to help a ton. Okay. And overall, ladies, what I want you to also understand is that like, regardless of your efforts over the last little bit, even if like you're trying to get through this weight loss plateau and it's not working, like make sure that you are like not letting it get you into this like point of like no return where you're like, oh, nothing's worth it and blah, blah, blah and all this kind of stuff. Because like the thing is, ladies, like I'm going to be 100% honest with you. You could do that with literally anything. You could do that with anything, right? Like what's the point of going to work if like I'm just going to like, you know, like if I'm only on, on this planet for 70 years, what's the point? What's the point of having nice things or like, you know, being financially free if there's no point because, you know, I'm only on this earth for 70 years or What's the point of getting fit? Or like, what's the point of eating healthier? You could do it with anything. You could do that with freaking anything, but we do it a lot with health and fitness. And I think like you need to change your perspective on that too, especially when you hit a plateau because plateaus are normal. And a lot of the times, ladies, if you have like say 1600 calories or 1700 calories or whatever, and you stick with that for four weeks, you're going to notice that you hit a plateau. But you know what you're also going to notice? If you stick at those calories for like eight weeks or, you know, even 12 weeks, if you really just stayed at like the same amount of calories, you're going to notice that eventually your weight just going to keep going down. It's going to keep going down. You don't normally actually have to switch calories as much as you think you need to switch them. Normally, like every two to four weeks is ideal. And that's more like for the rate, right? Like we're talking speed here. That's for speed. But if you're generally just wanting to see consistent progress and just have a number and stick to it, then have a number and stick to it. And you're going to find that you're going to keep dropping weight. The thing is, is like you're changing too many variables right now. And as much as we need to change it up every like two to four weeks in terms of like speed to get to the goal faster, like relatively speaking, I have some clients, ladies, like 
I have my one client, she has a brain tumor and she's absolutely amazing. Her name is Michelle. And she's been eating 1700 calories as best as she can for the last year because we can't drop her any lower because of medications and stuff. And she can't go any higher because she physically can't eat anymore because there's a lot of days where she literally like, it's like she's functioning, right? Like it's so hard. And the thing is, is like, she's been on those calories for over a year and her body composition looks completely different. Her scale is moving. No problem. Like it's all a mindset. And when you have that mindset that whatever you do, you're not going to lose weight, you're going to be stuck in that mindset. And, but if you have the mindset that you can actually lose weight and you can actually achieve your goals and you can actually like get fed or do whatever you want to do, you're going to be able to do it because you're going to act in alignment with that. And I think a lot of you ladies are also not understanding that the way that you see yourself and the things that you believe and the, like the mindsets that you have shift your actions. It shifts the way that you behave. It does. If you believe that you cannot withstand yourself, like in terms of like sugar and stuff, like, oh my gosh, like, you know, if there's a chocolate bar, there's just no way that I can eat it. Guess what's going to happen? You're going to eat the whole damn thing hundred percent of the time, right? Like it's going to happen because you're like, oh, well, that's what you told yourself is like, oh, when I'm around X, Y, and Z, there's no way I can control myself. When there's like this, this, and this, there's no way I can say no. When this happens, there's no way that like, I always do this. I always do that. And yeah, so guess what's going to happen? Every time that you have that in the room, you're going to eat it. Whenever you have that, you're going to do it. Like that's just how it works, right? So the thing is, is like when you shift your mindset and you actually start believing that you can do certain things, it's a lot easier for you to actually like achieve the goals that you want to achieve because you believe that you can do them. Okay. So I hope you ladies have the best freaking day ever. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you would screenshot and tag Samantha Mills Fitness on Instagram or leave us a review down below. If you'd like to go further in your weight loss journey with us, head over to my Instagram bio and fill out an application to get started. We'll see you in the next episode and I hope you have the best freaking day ever.